Hey guys, it's Dawn and I wanted to let you know about a new space I'm creating called What's the Truth Community. If you experience trauma in childhood, the truth can be really elusive. In toxic families, the truth of what goes on behind closed doors is hidden. And I speak to people every day who are only just now beginning to discover the truth of who they really are years later because we were given so many false beliefs about ourselves. Nobody loves you. You should be ashamed. You'll never amount to anything. All the lies are manipulation within toxic family homes. But each belief that gets filed away in your subconscious mind is so powerful. Each belief changes every choice you make and that can change the entire direction of your life. If you are ready to create a beautiful life for yourself, come and join me in the What's the Truth community. By sharing truth, we are learning to step out of the fog and see what is the truth of your life so far. Because once you can see it, you can fix it. We are going to be talking about truth so that you can finally live in peace, freedom and authenticity. In the What's the Truth membership, you will have access to subscriber-only episodes, all ad-free and all for the cost of a cup of coffee a month. This is the most important community you will become a part of this year. If you listen via the Apple Podcasts app, you can sign up right there in the app. And if you listen on any other platform, you can sign up via Supercast. It's super easy and the links are in the show notes. This is your safe space. I'm so excited for you to join me. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. 
I think I came to acceptance that I kept thinking in my mind I had to forgive him. That's what that's what it gets ingrained into people's minds. You have to forgive in order to heal. But then I started doing research and inner work, and I and and I came to the conclusion that forgiveness wasn't going to do anything for me. I'm not a bad person if I don't forgive. I kept thinking I was a bad person because I wasn't able to forgive my dad. Welcome to How My Parents Raised Me. I'm Dawn Chitty. When we are born, we arrive here as pure and perfect souls. And the direction our life takes from that moment is deeply connected to what our parents bring to our lives. And what our parents bring to our lives is deeply connected to what their parents brought to their lives. And that's the cycle of families. I have always craved connection with real and raw stories to understand what makes you, you, what makes you the absolutely unique human that you are. Stories are medicine for the soul. They can connect us and they can change the world. And so in this podcast, I'm listening to beautiful souls sharing their story, what happened to them, how they got through and how they have healed and thrived despite everything to arrive right here in this moment. Content warning, if you are triggered by the themes of this podcast, please seek a helpline in your city. Hey my beautiful friend, if you suffer from anxiety and are sick of all the ways it's taking over your life, please take a look at Panic Away. For over 10 years now, Panic Away has been showing people how to break anxious patterns and get their old carefree self back, the person they were before anxiety ruled their life. Panic Away shows you how to break the anxiety loop and it gives your nervous system a chance to relax. It's totally drug-free and highly successful, and it helps people with all levels of anxiety. Panic Away comes with a full money-back guarantee, so you really have nothing to lose and everything to gain. It's time to take back control of your life, your happiness, and your freedom. A life free of anxiety is like living an entirely different life. Click the link in the show notes for access to Panic Away. Hey, my beautiful friends. I'm so happy to see you here. On the Heal blog out today, we are looking at our female friendships. Do you have friendships that are past their use-by date? Are you sitting in a friendship that you feel just isn't aligned with you anymore? Our female friendships are often passive relationships in that we don't really think about them or work on them. They're just there. Find out about how to supercharge your female friendships at the link in the show notes. Do you feel guilt around society's belief that we must forgive in order to be good people? That if we can't forgive, then we're somehow flawed or bad? Is there someone in your life that has had a huge negative impact on you through trauma, abandonment, abuse, and you feel you can never forgive. And so therefore, 
you feel stuck. In this quick chat episode, Shalina is talking about the guilt she has felt her entire life for being unable to forgive the father who abandoned her at birth. And she explains that her inability to forgive doesn't make her a bad person. She's come to terms with this. And she explains why it is not necessary to forgive in order to move on and heal. We pick the story up as Shalina is talking about the fact that she didn't ever have a father. There were other males in her life, but those relationships were also challenging. And because my dad was never there, I had nobody to model behavior. And the men who were in my life, they themselves were emotionally dysfunctional. So you actually don't know what to expect. So you just take what you get because it's better than what you had. Or you take what you get because they make you feel some sort of happiness. But at the same time, they're also, they themselves may not be healthy. Like I, I chose to be with people who weren't healthy themselves. But I didn't know that. But I do believe that you are what you attract. And I possibly did attract people who, I guess, were in the same mental space as me. Or they were depressed and I was depressed. So we had something in common. <laughs> or they showed me signs of what a man's supposed to be like and I jumped at it I think I think I was always I just I just wanted that man there like a man but I did not know what I wanted from him because I was not sure what I was supposed to want from him do you get what I mean like it was easy for me (laughs) obviously as I got older and I was and I happened to have some really good friends who I learned from and I developed my own set of beliefs and values as well seeing people in relationships seeing what I would and would not accept, seeing my friends and relationships. And I think I've taken everything that I've learned and seen and experienced and became very healthy in what I was looking for. But yeah, at that point, it was chaos, I think. I was looking for chaos because I did not know what peace felt like. Yeah, 100%. And peace feels weird. Like right now I'm in a very peaceful relationship and it's so strange. It's like, oh, we don't fight. Like, <laughs> we don't do these things. Like, we can have a normal conversation. Like, there's no arguments. This is nice. <laughs> it's it's like, so yeah. true. It's so true. My gosh. I remember that too. I remember feeling like, and I had no idea it was because I was used to chaos. Anything that felt peaceful was like, oh, that's, what's that? Yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> it's so I, weird. I still feel weird because you're so used to chaos in your mind. Then your mind calms down and you're like, oh, well, this is actually quite lovely. Then you realize that's what you deserve. Like, yes, you deserve peace. You deserve love. You deserve to have a conversation rather than an argument. Then you realize how healthy things, like what a healthy relationship looks like. So, yeah, it's a very interesting feeling. (laughs) Yeah. And I was interested when you said that really every person every male that was around you growing up the uncles it was all emotionally dysregulated you weren't getting any kind of clues from anybody about how to do anything or what what men were supposed to give you or anything you know it was so confusing because they had their own problems and they dealt with it in ways that did not actually make sense to me or some people had anger issues or some people were quite stubborn and so it was really like I was confused with the way everybody was and obviously now when I look back I realize where their behaviors come from which is once again intergenerational trauma and trauma so I get it now but obviously that at that point I was just like 
are these people messed in their head? I don't get it. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> Makes sense now, though. Yes. And was there anybody at any point when you were growing up that was really kind of different where you looked at them? And sometimes there's just like one teacher or somebody that kind of gave you a clue that there was something else. I just wonder because you look back and go, oh, yeah. I remember just two teachers in my life where I was like, oh, wow. There was just a different energy for those males that you got a clue very good question wow I don't think so I no there was one person who was quite he was probably the healthiest out of them all yeah he was a good friend but he also had his his father abandoned him as well so I think he could relate to my pain he was quite level-headed out of all of them I don't know if I would call him a teacher or not not really and the reason I say that not really is because I attracted like like attracts like so I was attracting people who are broken like myself and then when you finally figure out and learn how to deal with your own pain and you learn about why you do what you do you start attracting a different level of people and a different kind of people and I if I'm looking at if I'm thinking about my pattern right now what I used to attract who I used to go for versus where I'm at now is like two different ends of the scale. I'm just thinking about that now. Wow, my mind's just blown. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. It's quite interesting. And, and, it, and you realise it, it's it's on par with your own journey. Like you continue to grow and the type of people you go for, you keep going for more elevated, elevated, elevated people at the same time. So I, I, my journey ended up where, I, where I'm supposed to be right now and education never ends. And I'm with somebody who is quite aligned with me as well so yeah yeah interesting how those things work out itself without you like trying yeah well it's all about allowing isn't it it's opening yourself up to better things and knowing that you have love for yourself I think that's the key yes love when you decide that you have love for yourself then you're on a a new path to allowing everything to open up and that's that's the key we are taught that you've got to try and strive and you've got to do this and that and and it just doesn't work that way it's it's really all about bringing yourself back to love and peace and then then everything comes to you yes Um, in the mental health world I think our reactions to events I think they become quite medicalized and classified as disorders or illnesses you know we get labeled like we're crazy we're moody we're unstable we're depressed you think there's something wrong with you but really your reaction to an event is just so normal we don't need to medicalize everything you don't need to put a term and you know be like oh you've got borderline personality disorder you've got histrionic personality disorder it's like maybe you don't have a disorder like maybe you're just really normal and what happened to you was really crap and this is how you're dealing with it like we don't need labels I think there's too many labels and I think we try and label ourselves like I've got this and I've got that but if you misdiagnose yourself then the treatment is not going to work and like you know if you misdiagnose and or the doctor does and says you've got borderline personality disorder but you don't then the treatment's not going to work and it's going to have adverse reactions so sometimes I think we have to just accept like our bodies and brains it's not wired to go through trauma like we're not wired to do that it just means that our responses and feelings are also quite normal if we're not wired to go through trauma so I think it's more about allowing ourselves to feel what we feel and then trying to deal with it in a way that does not affect ourselves 
or the people around us. And that's the hardest part is finding the solution of how to deal with it. You don't have to get over it or forgive people. Like I'm not going to forgive my dad. I can't see myself doing that. But it's just about regulating my emotion at the time that I'm very angry when I think about him. Mm. So that's why we have to come from a place of empathy and not judgment of other people and ourselves. It's so true. My gosh, the labels are overwhelming in all areas of what we've created for ourselves. But yeah, it's so true in the mental health space. I mean, I guess it it is so much about getting a diagnosis and getting a treatment and all the rest of it. And I suppose that's the way it's been created. But yeah, I hope that it can change a little bit. <laughs> I hope it doesn't have to be that rigid forever, that we can open it up and just kind of allow ourselves to see the trauma. It's just something that the world is not seeing yet properly. And then you hear ridiculous statements being made like, oh, it was meant to be and, you know, like it's made you stronger and all this crap. And it's like maybe my trauma didn't make me stronger. Maybe it just made me more confused. Like maybe you didn't <laughs> do any of that. Like why are we saying this? <laughs> I know, I know. Maybe it didn't help. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what do you think was your lowest point because I feel like we all have these journeys and we get to a point where we just it's almost like the point before we start heading back up and making changes Ooh, I think I mean I've had a few low points but I think it was in the last two years I realized that I was never going to forgive my dad. I was never going to move on. I was never going to forget. I was not going to be able to do that at all. So then what do I do? Because I was going to be stuck in constantly getting angry, constantly getting mad and not knowing what to do about it. And then I think I came to acceptance that I kept thinking in my mind, I had to forgive him. That's what, that's what it gets ingrained into people's minds. You have to forgive in order to heal. But then I started doing research and inner work and I, and, and I came to the conclusion that Forgiveness wasn't going to do anything for me. I'm not a bad person if I don't forgive. I kept thinking I was a bad person because I wasn't able to forgive my dad. But forgiveness is sometimes spiritual bypass. And a lot of people do that. They, they bypass their emotions and turn to spirituality and think that they're okay, but really they're not. I didn't want to do that. I can't do that. So I think it was when I came to the realization that forgiveness is not going to do anything. And if I want to be angry, it's okay to be angry. When, when I started to accept this is how I was going to feel, and nothing was going to change that. I think that was turning point because it was, okay, now that I know I'm not going to change how I feel, now that I know I'm not a bad person for not forgiving, now that I know that anger is not a bad emotion, it's actually quite a positive emotion, now I can find ways to, you know, deal with my emotions whenever something negative comes up. And then after that, it was just, you know, you start building on your research and I started learning more about myself how much fatherlessness affected me. But then I also realized how much there was a lack of knowledge and the lack of awareness out there. And I thought, so my way of healing is through helping. So the more I help and the more knowledge I spread and the more awareness I raise, it helps me. Like, I feel like I've done my part because by nature, I'm a helping person. So I think that was my turning point was being vocal about my pain because it was quite it, it is quite therapeutic for me and then obviously learning about mother wound and father wound and intergenerational trauma and 
getting so aware about my own self in my life that it empowered me. And now I feel so empowered to share what I know with other people to help them to understand their traumas and why perhaps their parents did what they did and so on, you know, down the, down the generations. So I think that's sort of where my turning point was, was when I had enough of the cycle that I felt like I was in. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a beautiful awakening, isn't it? And I feel like, no, we don't have to forgive people, but we do have to find our way to move past it, whatever that is, because the people who are stuck in that, you can be stuck in that for your whole life, right? People can be just so stuck in needing to have what they they missed out on, I guess. So you've got to find your way and if you can find it through purpose, which is what you're doing, it's finding a purpose for what's happened to you. Yeah, I use it as a platform to speak and to raise awareness because I feel like it's not enough, especially in my community. They don't know what intergenerational trauma is and why everybody is the way they are in their family. So I think I'm just using my journey to help it doesn't mean that I've let go of what my dad did or forgiven him or anything. It just means that I'm using it to empower or just validate somebody else's pain. I think validation is a very powerful tool. We don't use it enough. Like some people, when they come to me for therapy, it's them talking, but they just needed somebody to validate their pain. That's all they needed was somebody to be like, hey, I yes, you're not crazy. Like even I would do the same thing in your situation. That's what people need. Just just that, just empathy and validation. And that's like 50% of their pain feels like it's, you know, not there anymore because we've just validated that they're not not, not, not crazy. Oh, 100%, 100%, absolutely. Thank you for being on this journey of healing and community with me. If you listen on Apple, I would love it if you could take a moment to post a review for the podcast. It would mean a lot. Check the show notes for all links recommended in this episode. If you're on Instagram, follow me at My Big Love Project and please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. Thank you for joining me. You are such an incredible soul because you are you. You are unique. Your journey is unique and you can absolutely change the world with your story. Your time is precious and I so appreciate you being here. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next week.